Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. An affiliate of Direct Impact Broadcasting and Creative Broadcasting. Presenting the Empower Hour with Jerisha. A show that shares the stories behind the journeys of leaders, influencers, and motivators. The Empower Hour with Jerisha begins now. Welcome to Empower Hour with Jerisha. I am your host, Jerisha Moore. A little bit about myself. I am a best-selling author with over 18 years of combined experience in education, finance, healthcare, business management, and development, owner and founder of Empower on Purpose, LLC, where we provide leadership training and personal professional coaching and consulting services. Certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team and owner of Envision Broadcasting Radio Station. So I am super excited. I'm still excited, even though, you know, we're into February now. I'm super excited about the new year and it being a new decade. I have already claimed this year as the year for growth and success. And let me tell you guys, this year has not disappointed yet. However, back in, you know, 2019, I was so fortunate to be a part of a book collaboration with some amazing authors. The book is actually called Leadership Tidbits, Powerful Strategies Every Leader Needs to Know in Order to Win, and you can purchase your autographed copy from me today. Leadership Tidbits is a collection of stories of industry trailblazers who share profound leadership tactics that will help you elevate your career and enhance your personal life. In my chapter called Empowering Your Inner Leader, you will learn how to empower yourself as a leader and how to use what I refer to as for now, which is an acronym that stands for empower strength, create opportunities, innovate aspiration, achieve results, next move, ongoing actions, and win on purpose to level up as a leader. You can text empower, E-M-P-O-W-E-R, to 474747 to find out more details on how to purchase your your autograph copy. I also want to share with you about an upcoming event that is happening every single month this year. It happens the last Sunday of the month, and the next one is actually happening on Sunday, February 23rd. And I will tell you guys that it's happening. So it's Sunday, February 23rd at 6 p.m., and this event is called Empower Your Vision and Goal Board Networking. It's a virtual event, so you can jump on the Zoom chat and meet some like-minded people and talk about your goals and vision for the year. Also get accountability. We are ready to go get on with this event. You don't want to miss your opportunity to connect, collaborate, and level up on your vision and goals. Again, for details, please text E-M-P-O-W-E-R or EMPOWER to 474747 or visit the Empower on Purpose Eventbrite page to learn more information on how you can register. So today's empowerment quote is, everything is happening all the time, but if you don't put yourself in the path of it, you miss it by Gail Foreman. So this is an absolute amazing quote and truly resonates with me. We know that we live in a world that is nonstop, always on the go, 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 I truly believe, I truly believe and know that as things, cha- as things change, we have to change and grow. To me, this means that as we look at the world around us, 
There are people who are living their best life, living their dreams, living in their purpose on the other side of fear and have what they want in life. Do you think they just sat back and kept saying, I want this and I want now kick back, kick their feet up, and said, I'm going to sit right here and wait for it to happen. Well, I'm going to tell you no. We know those people, you know, when they want something, you have to get up and go out and get it. So if you want to live your best life and, and you know, you want to say, okay, I'm going to put myself in the path of it. I'm going to set myself up for success by taking action steps to make it happen. So let me ask you this. Do you want to be that person that says, I was sitting right here and watch the growth and success train go right by me because I was waiting for someone to tell me, show me what I needed to do to get on it. And I didn't purchase my ticket because of fear. I didn't know what to do or how to do it. So I did nothing. So I missed the train. Or do you want to be that person that says, I am prepared, I am ready, I have my ticket in hand and ready to board the train to your destination of success? I am sure that all of us want to be that one that says, yes, I'm ready. Because here's the thing, that growth, that growth and success train is always moving, but we have to be prepared and ready to move or you will miss it. I challenge each of you today to take a look at your life right now. What are you doing? What are you not putting yourself in the path of? What is stopping you from being, doing, and having what you want in life and ultimately what is stopping you from missing your opportunity? I believe that we all know what is holding us back. Take whatever is holding you back and break it down and figure out the what, why, and how, and begin to take actionable steps to remove those barriers so that you don't miss your train and opportunity for growth and success. So I am so excited to um, share that my guest this evening is Anna Felix. Anna Felix is so excited to help others avoid the pitfalls she experienced as a widow trying to figure out how to get her financial house in order. There is never any judgment. She makes everything easy to understand and offers options and services that are very unique. Anna Felix's motto is plan today and protect tomorrow. Anna's passion is empowering women in their finances. Because of her life experiences, she wants to make sure that families are protected and ready for any of life's obstacles. Entrepreneurs and professionals need access to the revolutionary strategies that she offers. Anna provides a road, a road map to the best financial scenario possible. Here are a few things that she can help you with. Life insurance that you don't have to die to use. Tax-free retirement. Investments with zero risk. Private reserve account the ability to be your own bank, annuities, land, banking. Land is the oldest form of investment, and there is a limited supply, and it helps you buy land before it's needed in the path of projected growth. You hold it for seven to ten years, and when you sell it, because the land is now in demand, you get top dollars. You can participate for as little as 40000 and use existing investments such as a 401k. Anna says in those, there are so many exciting ways to improve your financial future. Hello. Welcome, Anna Felix. I'm Hello. so excited to have you. Yes. I'm so excited <laughs> to have you on the show this evening. How are you this evening? I am great. I'm great. Thank you so much, Teresa, for giving me this opportunity. I'm excited to be here. 
Absolutely. So I just shared some of, you know, a little bit of your, your, um, your bio. Could you just give us a little bit more, um, share a little bit more with the listeners about, you know, yourself and your background that maybe I didn't mention in your bio? Yeah, yeah. So all the stuff that's not about financial stuff, maybe the more fun stuff. So yeah, um, I live in a medium-sized town in Central California. Uh, it's a big agricultural area, so we have lots of dairies, almond trees, and farms. Um, I actually started out my career in education, and then when I got married, my husband and I started our own business. Um, and this actually afforded us the ability to create a life around our work. So. We would go to the beach during the week when everyone else was working. My daughter still talks about those days when it was so fun to be able to do that and um, really appreciated the benefits of entrepreneurship. And it was, it was truly a blessing for our family. Later on, we had several family members get sick, and it was, it was really nice to have that time freedom to be able to still have the business but, you know, be able to take care of those things. Um, and just on kind of another tangent of things that I've done, um, I do speak several languages, so I speak Portuguese and Spanish, oh, and for five wow. years, yeah, <laughs> and for five years I worked as an entrepreneur, uh, uh, I'm sorry, as an interpreter, and I worked in courts, hospitals, um, different companies, helping people, um, and, and being a conduit many times during very important and sometimes life-changing conversations, one time even during a brain surgery. That was a crazy thing. Um, wow. But it was, it was very, yeah, <laughs> kind of kind of different. Um, but it was, you know, it's very gratifying work. And sometimes today I still get called to help uh, with special projects and assignments. A few months ago, I was invited to interpret for a Brazilian delegation of food companies that were visiting mm. Facebook. And so that was kind of a fun and different thing. Uh, language is something that's always evolving, so it's important to occasionally put that hat on again. But, yeah, just some other random things about me. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's exciting and very, very interesting. Absolutely. <laughs> How much fun was that? Oh, my gosh. So let's uh, yeah. let's dive right into, you know, some of your story, of course. You know, you share that you have not really, you know, you haven't had it easy, you know, from, you know, being a widow and you had some pitfalls along the way, and you found yourself struggling. Can you tell us just a little bit more about about that? Yeah, so actually that, those are kind of the things that resulted in me becoming interested in serving my community um, as a smart money strategist. But what happened, in an essence, was in 2005, my husband, daughter, and I were involved in a serious car accident, and that resulted in brain injuries for my husband and daughter. And we were very fortunate that my daughter made a full recovery. But five years after the accident, in December of 2010, my husband passed away. And it was then mm-hmm. that I realized that, um, you know, we had, were always a team. We, we played to our strengths. And he was really the one that, you know, had primarily taken care of the finances. And now here I was, the one responsible uh, because of all the health issues and, and health expenses that we've had. We sold our business in 2006. And after his death, I had to leave the home that we had in the country and essentially start over at 42. And so, you know, it's that realization, what am I going to do? And I felt like there were a lot of financial things that I didn't understand. And I didn't have the time or the luxury to go do the research then. (laughs) I needed guidance. Mm -hmm yesterday (laughs) right and so Mm. it was like I I need to find someone that will help me with this and so you know I did go looking for that 
And I, you know, I found judgment. I found people that wanted to sell me things, but weren't really open to, to wanting to explain it to me and make me not feel inferior or stupid for not understanding all the things that, that they were saying. And so it planted a seed in me that maybe I should become that person that I was looking for. And that's really where my journey began um, in this industry was realizing that there was a need for this out there. And I thought that somehow, somewhere, I could I could provide that. Absolutely. So first, just let me say, I'm you know definitely sorry about your loss. Um, yeah. But I think that that is it's it's amazing how you were able, you know, to recognize that, you know, yes, you experienced that loss and then, you know, having to reach out and, you know, really find answers for yourself because of the situation you were put in. And then not to stop from there, right there, but then to say, okay, I know there's so many people that are in this current situation and how can I really help empower them, you know, with their own finances and, and all of that. I think that's truly amazing. And so you actually said that your motto is plan today and protect tomorrow. Tell us a little bit more about what that truly means. Well, you know, just, again, everything that I've been through leads me to the understanding that really the only thing that we have for sure is today. Yesterday mm-hmm. passed, and tomorrow is not guaranteed. And so we really need to grab a hold of what we can do today. And many of us procrastinate. We've all been there. We did too. There were a lot of things that we could have planned and had in place before all of these things happened. But we, we procrastinate. We put things off in planning for our future. So we need to really take assessment of, you know, do we have the proper coverages? I ask those of you that are listening, if you and your family were in the accident like we had in 2005, would you be able to survive if you could no longer do what you're currently doing for a living if in that 10 seconds your life changed? What if you died suddenly? Would your family be able to continue living their current lifestyle? And if not, then we need to plan things as if those things could happen next week because the reality is they could. I hope that they won't, and most of the time when we put things in place and we are prepared, those very things that we fear don't happen, and I think that might be some of the things that keep people from from planning, but I don't want to think about that, I don't want to, and I get it, nobody does, but if we plan as if those things were truly going to happen next week, because they could, and we do our due diligence, then we protect our tomorrow, we protect the tomorrow mm-hmm. of ourselves and of our family and of our community and those that want to help us because so often today we see people creating GoFundMe funds and those mm-hmm. types of things, community car washes, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's beautiful to see people come together in these times of need and, and they're really wanting to help someone that, that's going through a difficult thing. But those don't have to be the scenarios. Those don't have to be the realities if we each take the time to, to do that for our family and really show that that we love them enough to plan for that. Absolutely. You know, I can't agree with you more because, as you mentioned, I can't tell you how many, you know, um, how many times I've seen even through some of the Facebook news feeds of GoFundMe that's been set up because of, you know, a loved one 
um, you know, passing away and then everyone's trying to figure out how we're going to pay for, you know, services and, you know, all of that. And that's why it's so important. Oh, my goodness. It's so important um, for, you know, people to have that plan, that financial plan for, you know, so and, and I, like you said, a lot of people don't want to think about, oh, you know, I don't want to think about when I pass away. But if you, think, if you love your family, you know, you truly need to think about all of those steps, you know, because you don't want to leave that huge burden on your family. And that all starts, of course, with that, um, that financial planning piece. Because at the end of the day, you know, like you said, a lot of those GoFundMe's and, you know, raising money and all of that for those expenses, they're, you know, reactive because of that person did not have anything in place. And so it's so important. I think it's even more important for, um, you know, the education for people to recognize that you need to have life insurance. You need to have a financial plan. You need to have all of those pieces in place, not just for you, but your family, your kids, you know, your husband, your wife. You need to have all of that in place, you know, for heaven, you know, heaven forbid something happened, but at least you do have a plan in place. And as you like to call it, you you know, you mentioned that you provide a, a roadmap to assist families with that financial planning. Can you kind of go into a little bit more detail as far as the roadmap that you do provide to help with families in financial planning? Yeah. So, you know, essentially I say just kind of going with that whole metaphor of roadmap, you know, I want to be my client's financial GPS. So they need mm-hmm. to fully understand where it is that they're headed, what vehicle they're using, and why they're using it. And if things happen, like they did to me and my family, what is the best course correction? Just like you have that GPS on and it says, oh, you know, accident ahead, turn right and go around. Well, those are the type of things that we need to be able to have someone that can guide us through those things in the financial way. And, you know, life always brings changes. There's, there's death, there's divorce, there's children, there's inheritance, there's all kinds of things that can happen. And so when these things happen, I want to be able to be there, um, stay with my clients throughout their journey so that when these things happen, we can make the course directions if we need to, realize, okay, we're still good, just, you know, we don't need to make any changes, but it's good to know that, you know, something could, could come up on the horizon because of this change. That's why I always am really adamant about doing yearly reviews with my clients because mm-hmm. It, it's easy to let things go away or things change and, and we forget to notate them and things as simple as, you know, if you do have, we put some life insurance in place and one of your beneficiaries dies, something as simple as that it can create a real problem later on. So we need to, to make those changes. And so it's nice to know that you have someone that's going to be there with you as these things happen to help guide and direct, you know, what's the best way to handle them. Absolutely. Oh, I think that is so, so important. And I love the fact that, you know, you're all about and your passion is truly about empowering women in their finances. So, you know, when you think about, you know, there's a lot of different single moms and me being a single mom, you know, myself, what are some ways that you, you know, go about, um, you know, doing that? How do you empower women, um, you know, in their finances? Yeah, so there's there's so many ways, and, and I'm, I'm really big about creating relationships and just getting to know that person and, and finding out what the need is, you know, where they are, where are they today, what's, what's going on today, what is, what is it, where is it that they want to be, you know, and so that starts off with things as simple as, you know, 
what what are they doing? Are they an entrepreneur with a company? Um, you know, how old are they? Are they are they just getting started, or are they retiring in ten years or in five years? So the degree, the things that we need to do, and how quickly we need to do them, really depends on you know where things are at for them. Sometimes we start with just creating a budget. Many times, you know, we live we live in a world where money never really passes our hands. It's just a type of a card, and mm-hmm. sometimes we need to get a hold of, you know, what am I really spending? What's really coming in? So sometimes we have to start there. It just it just really depends. And then of course, like we've already talked about, what kind of life insurance? You know, if you're a single mom, you need to make sure that 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 you are leaving enough. Or if something were to happen to you, you know, who is going to take care of your child if something happens to you? Those are all things that are really super important. I work very closely with a state planning attorney, and, you know, we talk about those things. Those things need to be stipulated. Those things need to be decided now so that, again, someone else isn't making that or the state that you live in isn't given the opportunity to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Would, wouldn't that be horrible? Um, does the person have life insurance, living benefits, is there long-term care in place, and what is going on with retirement? Uh, I help them create the roadmap for where they want to be later on in their life. When do they want to retire? I have some clients that say, you know, I want to retire at 55. I want to be done by then. Okay, well, what is it that we need to put aside now to be able to, to do that? So we need to sit down and do the math of that. If they are already saving for retirement, what is their retirement going to look like? Is it, you know, 80% of what they're making now? Is it 70%? Is it 60%? Sometimes when we figure out what that is, it's like, oh, man, I didn't realize. Okay, well, I need to shore up. I need to be putting more away. So it's, mm-hmm. you know, finding that out. Sometimes it's, you know, making that call to the plan. You know, what what is my actual balance? Many people don't even know. So it can even start just as simply as that. Um, others have already been working with a financial planner for a while, but then they discover that everything that they've been growing for their future, for their retirement, has been in things that are tax-deferred, like a 401k. So when they look at their income after paying all those taxes, it's not going to be enough. So what is it that they need to do to be able to, to shore that up? So those are all the types of things that that we look at figure out where where we are, where we need to be, and then how we can get there. Absolutely. And I just definitely want to add something because I think that, you know, when you're young and just now getting into the, you know, the the work, you know, the, the, the workforce, you are not realizing or thinking about the fact that, oh, I need to be, you know, really looking at my future and, you know, really <laughs> focused on retirement when you're, you know, just starting out working. Um, but I think it's so important for, you know, those millennials that are just now starting, um, you know, to really get educated and get that financial advisor that, you know, that planner that's going to help them as well, you know, not just for those that have been working for years and, you know, looking to retire, but it's so important to start at, you know, a, a, a young age to make sure you are educating yourself and, and, and know your options and what's available. And, um, and then oftentimes, you know, we, are definitely, you know, when it comes out to the whole financial world and investments and all that, we, we, we it's like one of those things you don't know what you don't know. And so, um, <laughs> you know, but that's why, you know, you're out there so you can help those people that don't know what you don't know. Um, to me, that's yes. not an excuse to not do something. 
absolutely. <laughs> yes. It just makes it easier not to do it, though. <laughs> yes, until you, you know, until something happens, and then it's like, okay, you know, you're you, either you become reactive, or then your family has to, you know, react to whatever, you know, the circumstance or, you know, heaven forbid, it's some kind of strategy that a strategy um, tragedy that happens that um, they have to then, then you know, figure out what, what they have to do. Um, but, yeah, so let's kind of switch, you know, switch gears just a little bit to talking more about investing. So, so many people like making money, but when it comes to investing the money and, you know, the big words that come along with it, people often feel overwhelmed. Tell me how people can feel a little bit more at ease when planning for their future, especially when it comes to investments. So I think it's just really about education. I'm I'm huge with you know as as I've been I think that's the theme that's been coming up throughout our conversation is that we just need to be empowered with understanding. It's not that anyone has to have a bunch of special education to understand it. It's just a matter of someone explaining it in layman's terms, no different than. You know, you go to the doctor and they say, you have blah, 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 and you're like, what the heck is that? Like, you know, don't use me, don't give me fancy words, just what is that? So it just comes from a place of explaining and helping the client to look at their options. I think that everything that we do, I mean, if we're going to go shopping, if we're buying a car, whatever we're doing, we're looking at the options and, and you know, if I do this, this will be the result. If I choose this, this will be the result. And it shouldn't be any different with your finances. In fact, I, even more so, you should be able to have options. So I'm really big on once we've decided, you know, what's going to be the best thing for the client, what they can do, then look at those options and, and say, okay, you know, this, this is what's most important to me. Is it growth? Is it living benefits? Is it, you know, what is, what is it that I ultimately want? And then what are my options to help me get there? And and then being able to do that. And something else that I learned with mentors in my company is that it's so important to have the client explain at the end of what we've put in place for them, explain to me why we're doing what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And what that does is it really helps them internalize it and it really feels like a plan. I can't tell you how many times I meet with clients now, and we talk about what they have in place, and they say, uh, I don't know, I think, I think I have this, I think I have that. It's very few people that know spot on exactly what they have. Well, I need to call, or I need to, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, I think it's just the process that we've been put through traditionally is kind of broken in that you have someone kind of basically telling you, this is what you need to do. This is what you know. Uh, there was a study recently done that says that, you know, if you work in a company and, and you're participating in a 401k plan, that traditionally you spend seven minutes with that administrator making choices for, for your retirement. And, you know, mm. that's just not enough time. You know, you come in and obviously <laughs> just because of the, the situation, they're taking, they're pulling you out of work. They don't want you being there a long time. And so, you know, they pull you in. Okay, what are you doing? Da, da, da. This is traditionally what people do. Boom, boom, boom. You sign it. You move on. And that's what you've done. And so when I come along and say, okay, so what do you have in place? The person's like, I don't really know. And so 
I think that is what makes the whole process so much better is they know. They internalize it. We've talked about it. They've chosen it. They know why they've made those choices. And so now it's not something they're afraid of. It's something that they're proud of. They're like, I did this. This is where I'm going to be in retirement or this is my plan. And they just really own it. And then they're really excited, you know, to share it with others that, hey, I got this. I did this. And they're really proud of, of what, what we've accomplished together. Absolutely. Because then they have an understanding. And I definitely feel like when it comes down to, you know, the financial world and, you know, retirement, investments and, and 401k, you know, and all of that, you know, just like you said, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And it's one of those things that, you know, when it comes down to understanding, I think that, you know, we have gotten so used to a point where, you know, we don't have to have the understanding because someone else does. And then when it comes down to it, it's like, I, I have no idea. You know, I don't know. But, you know, I love the fact that you're empowering, you know, people to understand, you know, understand exactly what's in your, you know, what, what your financial plan looks like. And, you know, because at the end of the day, you know, it's, as you mentioned, it's, it's all about educating, you know, those people and, and so they can feel confident and, you know, their financial plan and know what, you know, what all the pieces are that's in that plan, what it looks like, you know, what's happening. And um, then, you know, they can share with others and, you know, it just makes you so happy because you know, you know, whether it's your budget, you know that you have a plan in place and you can understand it. You know, you know, your family is going to be taken care of and, you know, and all of that. So I think that is, I think that's so awesome. And we need, we definitely, it's a huge need in all of the communities when it comes down to that. Um, just being educated about, you know, what is the, you know, what, what does their 401k look like? You know, what, you know, what are they contributing to that? And you know, so there's so many different pieces that, you know, yes. I just, you know, for them, listen, they have, you have to know what all those pieces are um, so that you can put yourself in the, you know, a good financial state as well as your family. Um, yeah, so that's that's absolutely hands down, just you know, just absolutely great. So then let's switch yeah. you know, let's switch gears a little bit more and talk about more so the business side of things, um, you know, for you. So what would you say um would have been your biggest accomplishment um up to this point? So, you know, I would just say it's that I'm still here. I didn't give up. Um, everyone will tell you that <laughs> I'm here. Yes. Uh, hanging in there. Because um, everyone will tell you that financial services, it, it is a no-joke industry. It, it can really easily chew you up and spit you out. Uh, and it's mm-hmm. not for the faint of heart. But if you stick and stay, there are many rewards. And so I'm super grateful that, you know, I was able to, to find a company and mentors that really helped me. And, and I... I I stuck in there because the first couple of years, you know, can, can really be difficult. <laughs> Absolutely. And I'll tell you that I have definitely, you know, have um, some associates that are, or was a part of the financial, you know, world or organization. And um, it can be, you know, challenging and, and all of that. And I've heard some of, you know, some of the comments and, and all of that from, you know, some of the work that they were doing. So, um, I, I absolutely think that's awesome. So on the you know flip side of that, what would you say has been, you know, I guess the biggest challenge that you faced, um, you know, so far? Well, you know, it's funny because there's always a lot of external things that we can point to that create challenges, things that we have no control over, 
there was one time in, in my journey that I had a company that I had been with for a very short period of time, hold my license for six months, so I couldn't even practice in the state of California. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, those are all challenges. But I really want to take ownership of the fact that in many ways, I was my own worst enemy. And it's that thing between my ears, my brain, you know, overthinking mm-hmm. things, stressing, being afraid of not knowing enough, et cetera, et cetera. All of those things that that probably held me back just as much as some of those external challenges that I that I didn't have control over. But at the same time, upon realizing that, it's been my greatest help in just moving forward boldly and confidently, and and knowing that you know this is this is what I need to be doing, and that there are so many people that I can help. And so uh, it, it it's been a great learning experience. Absolutely. Isn't it something, you know, sometimes we just have to get outside of our, you know, our own way and, and, you know, not let those, um, you know, those, those limiting beliefs and, you know, that negative self-talk stop us from, you know, being what, you know, being, doing and having what we truly want, you know, in life and, and really living in our purpose. And, you know, I definitely think as, you know, as entrepreneurs that that happens, you know, it, it happens for probably more often than not you know, when it comes down to things and, um, you know, really wanting, you know, to grow your business and, and brand and, and all of that good stuff. And, um, you know, I definitely think that we just have to be willing to say, okay, you know, I'm not going to listen to that and, you know, and just keep pushing forward and, and um, you know, keep keep moving um, and growing. And, and of course, there's going to be, there's those challenges that come, that come up and those obstacles and barriers that we face. But, you know, we just have to keep pushing forward through them. And I like to say, even if we fail, we fail forward and, you know, keep, keep going. So what is the one yeah, thing that you sure. wish that you wish you would have known when you started your business? I wish someone had just told me that I didn't have to get it everything right from the get go. Mm. <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. I was just so afraid of failure. And in some ways I let it paralyze me when I should have just been more bold and just proud that I was moving forward. It was learning from the mistakes that I made because no one walks through this, you know, without making mistakes and without failures. And it is something that I always appreciate when, you know, super ultra successful people share that they had so many failures and that many times they are where they are today because of them. They've reached the highs that they've reached because of that. And too often I feel like when you're getting started, especially when you're getting started, you're looking at the people that have already supposedly arrived and you're looking Mm -hmm. at the result that they have and you forget that, you know, each of those people have been on a journey that you're not seeing. (laughs) You didn't see the, you know, the good, bad and the ugly as they were getting there. And you're just looking now today, it looks all pretty and, you know, in a nice package. So, uh, it's it, you know it, it's an important thing to always remember that everyone has been on a journey, whether you know you you can't see that necessarily. Absolutely, I completely agree with you, <laughs> My goodness, yes. Um, you know, I can just think back to some of my own um, you know experiences, and I know you mentioned how you know you had to stop being an overthinker and. Um, I feel like I've always been an overthinker when it comes down to things and especially with business and, you know, you feel like, oh, you have to be perfect and everything has to be just great before you even 
move forward. And that's not the case. You know, I had a, several mentors and coaches tell me, you know, you have to, you, you it's not, never going to be perfect because, you know, each time you're going to start all over and everything else and, and then you'll never move. You'll never take any kind of action. And so, yes, you know, nothing's going to be perfect. We have to stop looking at other people um, and, you know, where they're at in their success and realize that, you know, everyone starts somewhere and it is a journey that we're going to be on. Um, yes, we're going to fail our way through it. Um, but, you know, you just you keep going and um, realize that we're going to have those struggles. You know, we're definitely going to have those struggles. And no matter what kind of business, you know, there that that's out there that people are starting, you're going to have struggles, and especially in the beginning. And it's often those struggles where people are ready to just throw in the towel and say, oh, my gosh, this is never going to take off. This is never going to, you know, be at the level that I want it to be. But you have to continue pushing forward and not allow that to get you down because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, comparing yourself to other people and their success is, is never going to, um, you know, keep you moving forward. You have to just continue to move forward and, and um, you know, never lose sight of, of your mission and the reason, your why, why you're actually doing that. So what are you, what, sure. are, would you say, what, are, what would you say are some techniques that you um, do on a maybe monthly or even a yearly basis that help you with, you know, your own financial planning? So, you know, it's important to always have clearly defined goals when it comes to finances. So on a monthly basis, I look to take stock of, you know, how close did I stuck to my plan, my spending plan, my savings plan. I'm still working my way out of recovering from all that happened. And so working on paying off my debt, just like everyone else. I think my clients love that too, because I'm, I'm on the same plan that they are. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. Together, we're, we're getting this done. And so you know, looking at that on a monthly basis, seeing if anything has changed. And I really like to do it on a monthly basis because if I'm having trouble sticking to the plan that I've established, it's going to be easier for me to detect that, you know, month to month rather than letting more time pass. And if I notice issues, then I work to identify what it is. What, what caused the derailment this month? Was it something that I actually had control over or was it something that I didn't have control over? And then the thing I always teach my clients, too, is that, you know, tomorrow is a new day or the next month is a new month. So if there was some derailments, if there were some things we kind of got off, off track, then I just establish it's a new starting point. I get a do-over, back on track, and we're moving forward again. So not attaching emotions to it and, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done that and feeling guilty about that and just, mm. okay, back on track. This is what it was. And now, you know, now we'll do better next month. And I think that, again, that just, it just makes it much easier that way. Absolutely. And I love how you say that, you know, you're on a plan as well. And so, you know, any of your clients are looking at that and saying, you know what, she's actually on this plan. If she can identify with where I'm at right now, or maybe, you know, at least at what, what you know, what some part in their journey you may be able to to say, oh, yeah, I've yeah, I can identify with that because that was, you know, that was my situation. That was my circumstances. Look how far I've gotten. And so I definitely think that For is so sure. important, you know, when it comes down to those things. So I know you've heard me say that this is the year for growth and success. So, you know, kind of sticking along the lines of, you know, talking about our goals and all that for the year, what would you say is your biggest goal for this year? 
So, you know, I have several goals, each for one for each area of my life. But as it pertains to my business, I have the goal of helping 100 women this year with their financial plan. Mm. A little over eight a month. And it's kind of interesting because when you work with women, and this doesn't mean that I don't work with men as well, certainly do, but it is just one of my niches that I, that I really focus on. When you help a woman, then you end up helping her family and her friends, and her colleagues, and those that she knows in her community. So it really ends up casting a wide net because women, when they get something that they feel comfortable with, that they've enjoyed, that they're excited about, they share it with everyone. And so it's great because then I'm able to help, you know, other members of their family and community, and it's it's just a great thing. So that's my goal. Absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. I love to hear the goal. So <laughs> absolutely <laughs> awesome. So I share today the empowerment quote uh, was everything is happening all the time, but if you don't put yourself in the path of it, you miss it by Gail Foreman. Could you share what this quote means to you? Yeah. So I have to say that, that I agree very much with what you had said. Uh, for me, it means that, you know, you have to be in motion. You have to be actively looking for opportunities and ways to impact others, um, constantly connecting with them and creating relationships. Occasionally, things fall in our lap, but expecting that to happen while you're at home, you know, watching TV <laughs> is truly not realistic, as, you know, as you clearly, you know, outlined earlier. So, Gail is saying that, you know, if that's your plan, then you're going to miss out on what's happening all around you. So you need to get out there and be in the middle of it so that you can partake. Absolutely. I love it. I love it. I am huge on quotes. So I absolutely love, (laughs) you know, love hearing, you know, your take on, on, you know, the quote. So what would you say is the best advice that you've ever received? And please share who gave it to you. So I've really been fortunate to have many mentors and, and wise people in my circle of influence. So I've received a lot of good advice over the year. But as a Bible reader, I do receive a lot of inspiration from the scriptures. And I feel like Galatians 6 9 has a great message. It says, let us not give up doing what is fine, for in due time we will reap if we do not tire out. And so that tells me that if my work is good, um, if I'm helping others, if I'm enriching their lives, if I'm bringing value to them, then I need to keep doing it. And there's going to be days when it's going to be tough, and there's going to be days when you have to reevaluate, okay, why am I doing this again? <laughs> this is mm-hmm. stressful or this is scary. But there is a reward, and that's only attainable if I don't give up. And so tomorrow is a new day, and we got to keep going. Yes, I love that. That's awesome. So what is one piece of advice that you would give our listeners on how they can empower their own growth and success journey? So I would say it would it would be to always be open to learning. Don't think that you know everything. No matter how smart you are or how smart you think you are, you're not. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Be humble and willing to learn from others. And I, I really, I really focus on, I want to try to always learn a new thing every day. And so I'm always listening to what entrepreneurs and professionals, colleagues, friends and family members are saying. And I pick out the things that resonate with me 
and I try to internalize it so that I can remember it and share it with others. There's just always new things to be learning and new ways to do it or ways that you didn't think about. And sometimes it's like, well, how could I not have thought of that? Well, that comes from being open to learning a different way to do it. And I feel like if you're always surrounding yourself with those that are more successful than you, then there's always going to be new material. So always be a student, read at least one page a day, and it it will make a big difference in in your success journey. Absolutely. That is great advice for our listeners. So please take the time to share with the listeners what's coming up on the horizon for you. So any big plans that you have in the new future for your business? Well, within our company, Caltrace Financial, we have a women's empowerment team. And I'm super excited to announce that we've just launched the Women's Wealth Club. We actually have a website. It's womenswealthclub.net. And it's a group of women collaborating, learning, and supporting one another. We're building a community of women who strive to learn more about money and growth. And our goal is to help women to collaborate, inspire, and encourage one another to be amazing and successful in their businesses and their lives. And so all across the nation, members of our team are creating a space where women can gather, either in the morning with some coffee and bagels or in the evening with some wine and snacks, and receive information that's going to empower them to feel comfortable with their money story and help them create a financial future that makes them feel safe. And as we grow, the locations will be posted on that website. So stay tuned. We already have three locations in Arizona that that are that are posted on that website right now. One in Georgia, one in Tennessee, two in California, one in Sacramento, and one in my area near Modesto. Oh, that's awesome. That is absolutely awesome. You know, I'm always, I'm, you know, I definitely, I'm, I get really excited about any kind of empowerment, you know, especially anything that's geared towards women and helping, yeah. you know, to really educate and empower, you know, all the women out there with their finances. And so I would definitely love to, you know, know if there's ever a chapter in Ohio. <laughs> so, yes, yes. Please, I, I know one day there will be. <laughs> you don't know when yet, but definitely let you know. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, because, I mean, it's, it's growing. You know, I was trying to keep up. So you had... You said a couple in, in Georgia, was it, um, in Arizona, and then was there another location? Tennessee. 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 And okay. there's um, two in California. So one in my area that is the chapter that I've obviously started here. But, yeah, and we're, and we're just a small team here within CalChoice that we're, you know, we're nationwide. So there will definitely be one in Ohio. I know there will be. Um, and, yeah, so it, it's just awesome to be able to bring this into, you know, communities, smaller communities, and, and, and take our message and, and what we do for people, um, you know, financially and, and make it attainable for everyone. Absolutely, because I definitely think it's a huge need in all the communities. So it's amazing to hear that, you know, you know that organizations and, um, you know, that community organization is, is coming um, you know, to serve the, you know, the women in those different areas. So that's absolutely amazing. So I definitely yeah. want to just, you know, take this time to say thank you so much for sharing your amazing journey and story. Um, please, I know you mentioned um, the womenswealthclub.net, but if you can take some uh-huh. time now to share with the listeners on how they can stay connected with you and support your efforts. 
Yeah, absolutely. So just you know your your usual social social media um, outlets. I'm I'm on Facebook, A Felix Smart Money, and then same thing on Instagram, A Felix Smart Money. So you can message me, connect with me there. I also connect with a lot of professionals and entrepreneurs on LinkedIn. So it's Anna Felix, A N N A Felix Cal Choice there on LinkedIn. And uh, certainly reach out, uh, love to connect with people, and, you know, super excited to, to bring our unique strategies to, to everyone that, that wants to look at them. Absolutely. Thank you so much again. It has truly been an honor and a pleasure to have you on the guest. I mean, have you as a show, I mean, have you on the show, have you, have you as a guest on the show today? Like, I can't even talk. Um, again, I thank you. <laughs> so much. You share some amazing information and tips, you know, with uh, with the guests. And, you know, I just definitely wanted to say again, I, I thank you for, you know, giving me the opportunity to interview you um, on the show this evening. And I wish you so much uh, success and blessings as you continue on your journey. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again. It's been truly a pleasure to, to be here and, and I look forward to, to further conversations. Absolutely. So, listeners, thank you so much for tuning into tonight's show with our special guest, Anna Felix. Anna shared her amazing story and journey to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. And she also shared how important it is to always be open to learning. Don't think you know everything. Be humble and willing to learn from others and also learn something new every day. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, starting your own radio show or low-cost advertising, highlighting your book, business, or event, please email envisiond at empoweronpurpose.com. Please tune in next week where you will hear an amazing story and journey from another leader, influencer, and motivator. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Empower Hour with Jerisha, where Jerisha speaks with leaders, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in personal and professional growth, empowerment tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Jerisha on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jerisha Moore and visit EmpowerOnPurpose.com. And remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose. Purpose.